Hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of, well, this week's new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. I'm here today with Web Dave, Fuzzy Belvedere, and Crazy Lou Gaming is running slightly behind. I have some for you on the screen, full live coverage of what a game I was really at the top of my list uh, for 2022 graphically it's amazing atmosphere is amazing gunplay is amazing though i'm starting to understand some of the reviewers shortcomings with what is what has being discussed as the um dead space successor uh by striking distance studios everybody on that team worked on the original dead space one two and three and obviously that studio was closed uh, while uh, they were at EA and they opened up their own studio and here we are folks all these years later we have somewhat of a spiritual successor to Dead Space one of my favorite horror um, franchises like up there with Resident Evil um, but there are some significant uh, shortcomings uh, in combat uh, in healing while in combat uh, some of the checkpoints are nothing short of egregious especially in the boss battles and speaking of the boss battles the overuse of the same boss for five different uh boss battles gets a little uh played out um there's all my, my one small complaint also is the gotcha moment of these creatures that are sometimes hiding in these crates that have all of these goodies for you to sell and upgrade your uh you know your guns and things was again overused uh i don't know if this was because they were having a hard time finishing the game we learned um that 150 developers from playstation studios came in to help finish this game get it ready for launch uh, i'm sure that has a lot to do with some of the xbox series x shortcomings i mean we could suggest that simply because well um, the game is missing quite a few things. It's running better on PlayStation. And you got to ask yourself, was this done on purpose or to defend Sony here? Maybe it's because, well, Sony knows how to work on their own consoles versus working on an Xbox Series X and S. One could, you know, one could suggest either way. Um, but uh, I do want to address a specific uh, comment that uh, it was brought to my attention. And look, folks, um, I, I understand it looks like we're just having fun. And most for the most part, we are. But there is a significant amount of work that goes into putting these shows together. Uh, it's time. It's effort. Uh, it's time away from playing video games. It's a time sometimes away from family. Um, and when I see comments like this, I get I get not only disgusted, but I get discouraged uh, because I feel that if you are complaining about someone else's show, there are two things that you can do. One, you can go and not waste your time, your valuable time on a show like this and go watch someone with 100,000 subs or more and listen to what they have to say um, or unsubscribe and just, you know, bow out gracefully without actually saying anything insulting. And I'm talking about Andrew Cullion uh, in the chat. Uh, he says, we are honestly still talking about this deal. The only show still hunt hunting for any scrap of speculation news. Now, I, I mean, I, I, I feel terribly insulted by that. 
Uh, I don't know if anyone else in the chat feels the same way. Maybe I'm overly sensitive, but dude, uh, Andrew, I'm sorry to say you're not kind of owed anything. Um, you are a guest here. Uh, I expect you to be, I expect you to treat others uh, in, in a genuine fashion. I also you you to uh, uh, respect the host and the people on this panel. Now, if you can't do that, I'll just block you and you won't, you'll be able to say anything. Um, I find that incredibly insulting that the first comment of the day comes from someone who has been in the chat forever and wants to be insulting. Like, I, I don't understand how I'm supposed to start a show when I have this kind of rhetoric. Uh, it, dude, you, you, listen, this is not required listening. You don't have to listen. You also could be a gentleman about things and not say really shitty comments like that. I'm, I'm just saying that, like, that's, that's a bit insulting. And honestly, you should be ashamed of yourself. And normally I'd let things like this go, but this gets under my skin. You know, five shows a week is no easy feat, especially when you're hosting. Think about that for a second. Five days a week, 20 times a month, and sometimes one or two days more. I do these shows. I, I, I just don't understand the, the, the nastiness. But I will, I, will, I will pump the brakes on that. Obviously, if he acts out, anyone that is a modder, please, by all means, dismiss him promptly. Uh, because I'm not going to stand for that. Um, but let's start with Web Dave. Dave, brother, listen. Yes, sir. News broke over the weekend that the FTC is currently in turmoil. Leadership questions are now starting to be made. This comes the way of the New York Post. Mm -hmm. uh, they are a prominent paper here in New York. They have someone that is actually hands-on with this deal. Um, and that says that they have some real good information. What do you, first of all, welcome to the program, brother. Oh man, I'm glad to be here. It's uh, it's, it's going to be a good show. Um, I just say that, uh, that one guy's comments at the beginning, you know, if, if you don't like what we're talking about, you don't have to watch, you don't have to listen. Um, but I think what you put on is great. And when, you know, it's not like we rehash the same thing over and over again, it's continuing to grow because the story is ever evolving. And that's what we found out uh, today is that there's, um, you know, some insight that uh, this deal looks like it's going to get, um, you know, kind of um, pushed through um, because they uh, they don't they don't really have a, a case to stand on. And they see that and trying to make an excuse for it. Apparently, they're short a person that would make it a, a three two or type judgment to where they can, you know, they can ask for things that they would probably just be better off going ahead and and uh and putting this deal through so i think that um that's a it's a big win for microsoft sooner the better even if they have to make a, a small amount of concessions i'm cool with that we we read a prompt earlier which i know you you made a comment on their post too about the other um uh somebody else's assumption that um that there was all kinds of concessions that microsoft was going to have to make that i just don't make any sense at all. We we will we will get into what uh, Pactor Michael Pactor. Uh, like I said, I, I think Michael Pactor. Listen, what could you say about the guy? He works yeah. for one of the biggest uh, uh, financial uh, um, um, institutions in the world, right? Yeah. Obviously, he does have. Um, he's entitled to his opinion. I, I I just want people to understand this that we do not attack people. Right. Uh, that you know, if someone differs opinion, it's okay, folks. Uh, he said some things. I'm going to read some of his but, tweets. That but it was it him? That's the thing. It's the the account. If you look a little deeper, it looks like it's a. It even says parody account. Yeah, you know what? Again, so, we, we it's it was very long. Uh, right. It's, it's hard to it's hard to say whether or not it is him or not. 
Um, at the end of the day, we're going to break it down. We have several several stories I have in front of me. We have the New York Post story. We have, um, let's see, what do we got here? We also have Eurogamer did a pretty interesting write-up, Ooh, which yes. we're going to get into. We also have one from The, uh, the Hill, uh, who wrote a, a very, very interesting piece on this that does kind of set it up for um, this actually going through. Because if you don't know, folks, the way the FTC works, uh, this is not the commission. Uh, the EU Commission. This is not the uh, the CMA, or the UK CMA. We're talking sh- specifically on this show, the FTC, which is a, which is a topic, by the way, that we haven't really talked about, simply because well, they haven't really said much. Uh, we've you know we've 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 gone over what the CMA have had to say. We've gone over what the the UK uh, the EU Commission has had to say, but we haven't went over anything uh, because the FTC has been keeping it tight. Now, if you don't know, it's a panel of four people. In order to uh, stop a deal or in order for this deal to uh, for a lawsuit to be brought up against Microsoft to stop the deal, it has to be um, either four to none or three to one uh, in regards to people voting. It's a panel of four people. The way it looks like right now, someone or a Democrat on that board has switched sides and it's now two to two, uh, which means that if it if it if it winds up of being agreed on by these four bodies that it's it's at a stalemate it's two to two the deal goes through uh, but i will get into that more specifically momentarily uh once again welcome in fuzzy belvedere brother how the heck are you and you know have you been playing need for speed unbound because i haven't because well <laughs> there are just too many games in the world right now oh yeah I'm, I'm doing great great to be here glad to be here with you guys a lot to talk about and yes i I'm not gonna even really respond to the comment about the stuff. It's like just like TV, you can always change the channel. But you certainly can. Listen, I, again, I, I I appreciate every view, uh, but I'm not going to ponder or pander to anyone. Uh, I'm not going to apologize for the views uh, or the or the opinions here. Um, if you don't like it, turn the channel. I I, I absolutely agree. But as far as what's out there in gaming, there's just so much to play. I'm I'm enjoying what I hear about Callisto, except for some of the later stuff. Uh, I've been enjoying uh, Need for Speed Unbound, although my Xbox has been crashing, but I kind of figured out the the glitch or figured out the issue. So it was a uh, user error on my end, plugging it into a drop plug, which worked perfectly fine for two years, no problems. Recent update kind of. For a monkey wrench right there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so plugging it directly to the wall, yeah, I, I probably shouldn't no matter when I first set it up, but my my Xbox One X and you know the first couple of years of the Series X being plugged into that drop plug were fine, but it is what it is. Learn and move on. <laughs> no, but need for speed. If you're a racing fan, arcade racing fan, it is I would say it's a good return wait. to form. It's it's got some minor issues, you know. The police chases, once you get past level three, they can be a little frustrating. But um, I mean, it it's you know, you, you got more risk or or more at risk versus that uh, reward type of deal. But um, also been playing a lot of Insurgency Sandstorm. That's in Game Pass now. Been having fun playing with some of the people in the community and stuff like that. So posting a couple of clips it, it's if you want a slower pace uh tactical shooter you know not as much jump and shoot from like either Fortnite or or even call of duty these days definitely give uncertainty a try if you're a uh, game pass subscriber but man this news with the uh, ftc had a little little uh, birdie tell me that uh 
you know, Bill Gates took a trip down to Washington a, like a couple of weeks ago or a couple of days ago. And yes, it's it's kind of funny how things kind of change, although I don't I don't want to put all of it on, on Bill Gates making a trip to Washington. But, yeah, it, it's definitely good to see that some progress, you know, in Microsoft's favor is being made on this deal. So, yeah, let's let's dive into well, it. Well, you know, all, over the weekend, um, we had word from Bloomberg.com. Obviously, depending on where you feel Bloomberg, I mean, they do have a particular writer that's a bit of a boob, but we won't mention his <laughs> name because like Voldemort, you mention him and he comes out and crashes, you know, the, 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 the you know, the panel or the uh, the live stream. So we don't mention he will not be mentioned. Um, they dropped a story that made me wonder. Originally, I thought maybe this was anti Xbox, but turns out that uh, from what I understand, like, of course, could be wrong. This is what someone told me that Microsoft actually is the one that dropped that specific story talking about uh, if the FTC tries to stop it, they're going to sue the FTC and ultimately they would lose. Uh, and what's interesting and somewhat, you know, uh, I guess concerning is uh, Lena Khan, who is the head of the FTC, she oversees, she was appointed uh, in, uh, by, by President Biden to take over. Um, she is very young in her position. She is very aggressive. She's 33 years old. She has a story to tell. She has this big tech is scary kind of mentality, um, which I, I, I can understand why that would be a concern when you're talking about you know, potentially social media, social media being funneled to just one place. Uh, this is a video games deal at the end of the day, folks, a video games deal that isn't going to hurt uh, consumers because we are the consumers they're talking about. Uh, we are going to relish in this deal because, well, at the end of the day, it's all about saving money, especially when you look at the current current financial forecast. It's tough everywhere, whether you're in the U.S., you're the U.K., you're South Asia, it doesn't matter. Money is tight for everyone. And right now, the only platform that is offering an abundance of, of games for a very low price is Microsoft. And what they have done ultimately is change the marketplace. They've made it eventually people are going to have to shift and move. We saw that happen with Sony when they announced that there was going to be a PlayStation Plus three-tier system, right? They merged PlayStation Now into PlayStation Plus, and now currently, as of today's show, they have 45.6 million PlayStation Plus subscribers because obviously they everything got roped into their three-tier service. Right now, as far as we know, thanks to Sony, Microsoft only has, and I say only, not being facetious, but as you compare to apples to oranges, only 29 million. Um, so even though the, the, the better deal is clearly Microsoft, Mike, uh, Mike, they're still behind. They're still behind the market leader. So when you consider the market leader uh, for over 20 years, uh, you consider the fact that they have, uh, when it comes to first-party content uh, and, and games that are available, three to almost nearly three to one when you talk about Microsoft. Microsoft is doing what any good competitor will do, and that is compete, folks. But I let's, let, let's bring in the... New York Post story that we brought that we're talking about today. And the headline reads simply Rift at FTC stirs hope from Microsoft's 69 point uh, whatever billion dollar Activision merger, according to inside sources. This was written by Josh Kosman of the New York Post. And the opening uh, salvo, if you will, if you will, says this. 
A rift at the Federal Trade Commission over Microsoft's $69 billion deal to acquire Activision could create a difficult path for the FTC chair, Lena Khan, whose sources say is pushing to sue the block, the merger. Uh, and, uh, it also continues a rift. Uh, so let me see. Let me find sources said Khan, who said publicly in June, the agency was scrutinizing the deal's impact on workers was in recent weeks still pushing to sue to block the merger, which would pair Microsoft's Xbox with the hit Activision games like Call of Duty and Candy Crush. Late last month, Political reported that the FTC lawsuit against the deal was likely nothing that the agency's staff are skeptical of the company's arguments. It goes on to say that the, the FTC's sole Republican commissioner, Christine Wilson, has signaled support for the deal. But sources say that at least one of the four members are, are, are of the three panel members are Democratic commissioners, which in addition to Khan, including Rebecca Slaughter and Alvaro Bedoya, uh, has also recently appeared to lean towards Microsoft's camp, according to a source close to the situation. Uh, now, let, let, let's get into this, guys. Um, look, the FTC has every right to sue if they believe this is two things. Monopolistic uh, uh, in, in nature, which is going to potentially uh, force uh, a company or companies out of business uh, because of the deal, or more importantly, um, you know whether or not uh, you know it's going to hurt consumers. Now, if consumers are hurt by the deal, then obviously we have we have we have a big problem because. We are the consumers, but ultimately it has been proven that that, in fact, is not going to be the case. Uh, one, 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 one interesting tidbit here, uh, when this deal was originally announced, uh, many people within the government came to fight up against Microsoft, right? What do they say? Well, we, we're, we're worried about workers. And what did Microsoft wind up doing? They gained the support of the CWA, which is the biggest union in the country. So it appears that more and more information is coming out. It happened over the weekend. Uh, Hogue Law is going to be doing a, a live stream at 3 p.m. today, which I will be tuning into because a lot of people reached out to him the same way. A lot of people reached out to me in DMs and said, boom, are you going to talk about this? And what did I do, gentlemen? I literally changed the show yesterday evening to uh, coincide with what is happening here Dave, you are our money man, if you will, when it comes to, uh, you know, talking about this deal. You have been for it from the beginning and not as an ex-bot, as the, as the, you know, the nasty community likes to say, as a consumer, as a gamer who subscribes and is looking forward to subscribing even further with the uh, Xbox family uh, game uh, family plan that's coming. What, what are your thoughts on now Lena Khan might be in uh, you know in, in you know up against her own party i think it's um uh, it's good for us as it were <laughs> being a you know fanboy like i am just kidding no uh but seriously it is uh, it is definitely um it's refreshing to hear and let's hope that this is uh this is 100% accurate and true because you know this there's no reason to stop this deal or give them a hard time anyway and 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 microsoft is already come out saying that they would give concessions which are above and beyond what they could actually, I think, get if they, you know, 
if they weren't offering anything. So I, I think that, uh, you know, if, if you take them at what they're, what they're offering, I think it's a, it's a win-win for all parties and let's get this deal done. And she, um, she definitely, you know, obviously she's, she's trying to make a name for herself. She's trying to, you know, to, I guess, stand up to, to the big, uh, big guys or whatever. But, you know, even if it's a big company, if they're not doing anything wrong, just because they want to make a, big purchase you shouldn't stop them because it's not it's you know their their preview is for the consumer and this is a good deal for the consumer i am a consumer and i'm telling you that uh you know saving money is not a bad thing you know that that actually affords me to be able to also you know have uh sony's service because, you know, I don't spend a ton of money all the way across the board. I, I use their service as well, I, the lowest tier, but still, it's got access to games, so I'm able to play on my system if I want to. Um, so I th- it's, it's, a, it's a win-win all the way around, and I think that, um, you know, that, that probably either in later on in December or in January, we're going to um, to really see things start to steamroll and get toward the goal of, you know, of April getting this thing all all tied up and done, and uh, and boy, it would be great if this deal was finished before E3. <laughs> what a presentation Microsoft would have at E3. It, it, they would. Uh, you know, I, I, someone in the chat. Let me see if I could find who it was. Uh, someone that is relative. It's, it's, it's a new name to me, which is pretty, which is awesome. Um, Abdel one one fourteen or one one four, I should say, asks. Um, why does Lena Khan hate big tech? Uh, and that's a great question. I, I don't know. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, she is ambitious. She is incredibly intelligent. She was, she was given this position by President Biden for a reason. She's very young, though. She's 33. Now, because she's young does not make her not worthy of the position. I, you know, I mean, everyone, we have to start somewhere. Most of us in our careers start young and we learn as we go along. Um, so there's not going to be any ridiculous insults or name calling on this podcast because that's, first of all, it's unprofessional. And B, it's unnecessary. Uh, she has an opinion that big tech uh, is, uh, you know, if unchecked, could cause for, you know, could cause trouble down the line. Microsoft is a $3 trillion company. Um, they do um, basically have hands in operating systems around the world. They do work with governments. Specifically, they, a couple of years ago, I think it was two years ago, Dave, if, if I'm not mistaken, they signed one of the biggest military contracts in they the did. history. Um, so, I mean, obviously, Microsoft has a lot of friends here. Uh, and and, and I, I do want to stress everyone. This isn't about world domination or world power. This is a, about a video game company buying another video game company. I, I, I get it. I get it. Call of Duty is big. I absolutely get that. But ultimately, and I think a lot of people has already said this, it, uh, Call of Duty, I think, is just at the, the surface of this. It, it, is, it is not what they're, I mean, it's a part of the deal. Sure. Is it important? Absolutely. But the most important aspect to this, and I think Phil Spencer would admit this himself, if asked, is King. Microsoft does not have a thumbprint or a footprint in mobile over Google and, and uh, Google and Apple who have 
basically a duopoly, as it's been called. Microsoft wants a piece of this pie. They have a lot of gains that they could be that could be made for um, for mobile. And I again, they don't already own a mobile at, you know company. They're looking to purchase one. Competing with others is what competition is ultimately stands for. Uh, and I believe you're going to play it for me. Play it for me so right this now. This is Dave, about please. competition. Uh, let us have competition. And that's Satya Nadala saying that, and he's 100% right for saying so. First of all, let's welcome in Crazy Lou Gaming. Welcome, brother. How are you feeling? Oh, man, I'm feeling pretty awesome, man. Pretty happy to be here with you guys hanging out. Man, let's talk about what the FTC today. Wow. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have we have do have some uh, some news. But before I get to the other stories, I do want to get what uh, I want to get the post uh, story out of the way. And I'm going to go right over to Fuzzy Belvedere. Fuzzy, you obviously had some interesting mm-hmm. things to say at the beginning. Uh, we want to hear what you have to continue to say regarding some new information reg- uh, about the FTC and what they w- what they might potentially do and where this might actually be going. Well, I think <clears throat> some of the biggest things with uh, Lena Khan, like you said, she she's ambitious. And there are some things that these big tech companies do that aren't necessarily in our best interest. Um, not going to get into all the weeds of the details, but like some apps listen to your conversations for marketing purposes. Yes. On the surface, it may not seem all that much of an issue. And you might be a little creeped out if you mention something about a wedding and then all of a sudden Facebook shows you ads or ads relating to things for weddings or vacations or whatever you may have talked about. So. There's some purpose behind it, but I I think this particular battle that she picked was a a bad one in the sense that all of the talking points that they originally were pushing as far as, like you said, with the employees, the the union, Microsoft, I, I don't even think even if if the FTC didn't really go into depth about, Oh, well, you know, this should be about the employees and some other politicians were talking about it as well, where it's like, well, based on Activision, we don't feel that they've been accountable enough and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, do you not see what Microsoft is trying to do as far as get the bad actors out of the front door type of thing? Um, But in any event, Microsoft went that extra mile and they're one of the first or one of the few tech companies that allows for unions. Most tech companies, they're so opposed to unions and, and, and you know, some a, of it's it, valid, but you know. it's a big deal. Fuzzy. It is, it is, yeah. it is a monumental deal because like you said, specifically in gaming, it has mm-hmm. never been done. Folks, I've been yeah. gaming for over 45 years, right? For a very, very long time since 1978 and voice actors have a union though. Mm-hmm. Developers, they do not. And the fact that Microsoft was like, we are not going to challenge us. If you want unions, we will back you. Getting backed by the CWA is monstrous. Yeah. And and there's a lot of things that Microsoft is doing in this deal to not only benefit the employees that are there, make it a better work environment, uh, try to remove some of the toxic behavior that has been, you know, prevalent at the Activision uh, and Blizzard, uh, you know, buildings for for decades. But uh, there's, you know, the aspect that Microsoft wants to get back into the mobile space, but with a better approach this time with a actual competitive store, which in the grand scheme of things, the whole duopoly, uh, duopoly, 
I think I'm saying that right, uh, issue that a lot of governments have with like Apple and Google at this moment. I mean, if if you can't beat them or you can't break them up like you did with AT&T way back in the early days, you're going to have to, you know, at least make room for someone that is willing to compete, that is able to compete to get into that space. And what better uh, company than Microsoft? I'm pretty sure there's others that would be like, oh, there's better companies out there that could do it. And Microsoft is the only one with the the not only the funding, but the reach and, and the actual hardware and tech to be able to do so. But in the grand scheme of things, the FTC, I, I, I think that whole leak that uh, came out before that they may sue was them trying to, I guess, pull a bluff or, or play their hand and it kind of backfired on them. And like I was saying earlier, you know, someone, you know, uh, gave me a heads up that Bill Gates may have made a visit. And it's like, yes, he's not really an active player in the Microsoft, you know, decision-making, but he's still a, a pretty hefty shareholder. And he still has some weight within the tech space and even the political space, considering his philanthropy, as far as some of the donations he makes, both to political candidates, as well as some of the charities and so forth. So it, it's when, when you have this amount of money and this amount of, uh, investment centered around this deal. If there's not something that's airtight, reasonable as far as to contest it, it's going to be called out. And and I'm kind of glad at this point that you know if if there's a rift in the FTC, so be it. Uh, us as gamers and consumers, like uh, Web Dave was saying earlier, we're we're the ones that are going to benefit from it because otherwise, I mean. Let's just take a step back from the big picture for just a second. Just think, you're Microsoft, one of the richest companies in the world. If this deal gets blocked, you lose $3 billion because the deal falls apart. You now have $65 billion that you were intending to invest in this one thing. Now that can't be. What do you think you're going to do with that money? Are you just going to put it back in the bank and watch it lose value as interest and inflation and all that, you know, keep on creeping up where in, in, uh, interest uh, drops and, and inflation <laughs> increases. No, you're going to probably go on a spending spree to kind of, you know, either shore up your, your position in the gaming space or you, it's it's going to be kind of like a, a retaliatory scorched earth approach considering your direct competitor decided to cry foul. And now you'll give them the reason to cry foul. So. I think in the in, in the grand scheme of things, letting this deal go through is probably the best for gaming in general, because I would hate to see an, a, a, a behemoth of Microsoft be scorned or, 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 or be a bit bitter because they lost some money over pettiness in, in politics or pettiness in regulatory. Ridiculous. You know, yeah. stuff, so. you, know to, you know, to your point, you know, you talk about losing money. Mm. You talk about Microsoft losing money. Mm -hmm. uh, let, let, let's 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 bring the human element to the conversation, folks. What happens if this deal falls through? What 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 do you think happens to many, potentially thousands, of yeah. workers at Activision King and Blizzard? Do, do you think that they're they're because the stock is going to tumble and and, and basically bottom out that they're going to have a job with uh you know with uh, insurances and a way to pay the rent? No, they're all they're, they're, you 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 risk putting a lot of people thousands of people out of work. Mm -hmm. uh, what that what what does that say for the changes in leadership in management? Bobby Kotick does he stay on? Does does the devil continue to run 
Activision. <laughs> I, I I don't understand. Like I said, I I know that ultimately many people in this chat. We got over four hundred people here, which is awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Um, we're here for video games, right? That's what we do. Mm-hmm. But we also this is this is a this is a historic deal. This is a a, a deal we've never seen happen before. It is is it going to turn the tides for Xbox? If it does, it's not going to be for years. It what is it what is it ultimately going to do? Is gamers on PlayStation are either going to leave the leave leave that platform like they did for the 360 uh, to go to PlayStation 4, or like many of us will go out and get a smaller console like a Series S, or you know play on their TV, you know sign up through their PC, whatever. They're gonna still have their PlayStation library. They're still going to buy the next Spider-Man. They're going to buy the next Last of Us and Uncharted. But now they're going to have an ability because it's affordable to play on Xbox. And they're probably going to want to play there because Call of Duty is going to be there day and date. Um, Listen, I want to read some more excerpts from the New York Post story that broke over the weekend so we can bring uh, Crazy Lou's opinion in on it and this is what this is what the insider the inside source who anonymously anonymously said to the post some of the democrats might be more comfortable with the settlement approving the deal with concessions from the companies instead of trying to block them altogether and this comes the way of an ftc insider who was speaking exclusively to the new york post they go on to say this folks Lena, or Lena Khan, would probably not put things in a position for that to take place. So instead of having the, uh, the, that vote, she would make the motion to approve the settlement. Uh, and this comes the way of William um, Kovayek, who is a former FTC chairman. This is, uh, this is uh, the, the way out, they, they, they say, we got a great deal. And we only got it because we were a bunch of badasses. And, that, and that, that's what he says. Uh, it goes on to say that a Democratic defection would leave Khan with a two-to-two tie in any vote to clamp down on the merger. As a result, that would not only effectively okay the deal, but also throw Khan's authority over the agency into question. That, according, uh, that accordingly is a vote that Khan is likely to risk according to the DC insiders. Um, what what are your thoughts on this? I mean, obviously, she has dug her she has dug her heels or her feet into the sand. She is definitely against big tech. Uh, this is one of those deals. I again, folks, I, it's just a video game deal. And I'm not being facetious. Sixty nine billion dollars is a I mean, I only have fifty nine billion in the bank, so I mean, I really can't speak on it. But Aww. I, you know, I know shame on me, right? <laughs> um, but it's it is the biggest deal in gaming. It is monumental. It is going to potentially change the outlook of the industry in many ways for the better, because obviously, a deal like this now offers more value to uh, Microsoft's customers, which a lot of us are. Uh, and it potentially could bring in new customers who are not Microsoft or Xbox customers, and that's the point of competing. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, this this the deal going through in the FTC, where originally it was three to one, now it's two to two based on the insider. Hmm. 
my thoughts on that boom is that i'm gonna be honest with you they don't have nothing to 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 stop that deal they just don't have nothing i mean basically the arguments that they had you know were they were worried that if microsoft was going to take over call of duty and just not let call of duty go on playstation or go on any other platforms but but microsoft since the first day has been clear they said hey this game is going to be everywhere this game is going to drop in every in any place anytime it's going to be pretty much everywhere and that's something that they're going to do and so the ftc and sony have been pushing you know they have been pushing been pushing been pushing trying to find a way you know for microsoft to sit down and come up with with a deal to have this game everywhere in which they made it okay cool they have done something but it's not gonna make it stop because at the end of the day if they do sue Microsoft has got enough ammunition to come back and say, hey, you know, I sat down and I said, hey, I came with concessions. I came to sit down with you guys. I came to sit down to make deals. So you guys cannot stop my deals anymore. You can't, cannot find an excuse to stop it. If they do that, they will get sued. And they're not going to have a good time because Microsoft is going to win. The only bad thing is it's going to take a longer time for the deal to close, though. That's the only bad thing. But here's something that that I've been asking myself since I've been reading all this and I've been like scratching my head. I was like, why only they, they want to go like face Microsoft. Is there something going on? Because I feel like they're, they're going against Microsoft. It, it, like, it, you know, some, some, I've heard some people yeah. say it and, and you know what? I'm glad yeah. you make mention of it. Some people think that this is a personal thing. Yeah. I feel like there's something going on because I want to tell you something. Tencent has more studios than Microsoft and Sony combined. Yes. So let's let's say this. Let's paint this scenario right now. If Tencent comes right now and says, "Hey, I'm gonna go out, um, throw my cloud out there, and the content and the studios I have bought are only gonna be exclusives to my cloud," what is everybody gonna do? I mean, they can, the FTC can stop it. Nobody can say no to them because that's already in their pocket, and nobody asks them to stop buying studios, and nobody gets says, "Hey, you're, you know, you got a bunch of studios right here." You need to stop buying. Nobody goes and says nothing to them, you know? And right now they're going out there, spending money, buying more studios. And let's say they do that. They go out to the cloud and make their content exclusive. You know, we're going to have to go and set up to their content. So I don't understand why is it wrong that Microsoft goes out there and buys stuff and people go against that when you got all the companies investing. And and we don't know if they might switch around and, 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 and say, okay, my content is exclusive. Same thing with Sony. Sony buys studios and makes it exclusive. So I basically do not know why are people going against that, you know, or the FTC or, or Lena Khan. And nobody asks questions about the other companies around the world that are buying a lot of stuff, even though they're not the same price. Yes. Okay. Because 69 billion is a lot of money. I understand that. But hey, you know, they're getting a lot of content inside their, inside their companies. And nobody's saying nothing. Hey, you know, you need to stop or anything. So I don't get why is everybody going against Microsoft on this deal? That's something that's bothering me. No, it, 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 listen, it makes a lot of sense. You know, like I said, I, I get it. Microsoft's a big company. They have, they have arms all over the world. I understand all of that. But at the end of the day, they're not doing anything illegal. That's, that's nope. why the, the whole point of the FTC is to do two things. One, to put first and foremost, it's supposed to be not to get your name on a ballot, not to be the one that stopped X deal, not to write your own political uh, career. That's not what it's for. That's what appears. It, it, and I'm not the only one to say this, that Lena Khan seems to be doing. Uh, she also does not have a great track record. 
uh, which I'm going to bring up right now. We have, uh, let's see, let me bring the story over here. Now, this comes the way of Eurogamer.net. Uh, it was written by Tom Phillips, who is the deputy editor at that website. And it says this, folks. The FTC rep reportedly softened stance on blocking Microsoft Activision merger, and it then says very simply, deal with it. Uh, now, obviously, this is this is continued conversation uh, of the New York Post. Um, uh, you know, you know what we just finished talking about. Now we're going to get the games, folks. We're not going to spend the whole ninety minutes talking about this. We do got some games to get into, but it is worthy of a conversation because obviously there must be some substance to what we're doing here regarding the FTC. And it goes on to say uh, that this coupled with Microsoft's uh, coyness uh, with the U.S. with U.S. politics and prior good business track record now puts the chances of the deal being approved at 70 plus percent, according to former FTC chairman, which we talked about moments ago, William Kovac. Uh, it says, he says, it does become hard to say this is not good enough. Discussing Microsoft's recent signal, it was open to concessions. It becomes more difficult for the commission to push that aside. There is a way out, he says. Uh, we got a great deal and the and we only got it because, like I said before, uh, because we're, we're, you know, they're going to be looked at as a bunch of bad asses that they got these concessions. I, I disagree with that, but, you know, that's fine. Um... And we also had uh, an interesting write-up by TheHill.com. Now, this, folks, this is an opinion, but I do want to read specifically what I put in our sub-chat. Let me just pull that out so I don't have to actually go through the whole article and find it. I, I thought it was very relevant to the conversation. Just give me a moment. I'm before, And again, I want to catch up on some Super Chats. been quite a few of them. So thank you so much for all the Super Chats. Um, we will, uh, I will get to that momentarily. Now this, this opinion piece comes the way of the hill.com, like I said, uh, and it's the case against the FTC. They go on to say this folks. And again, this is an opinion. So by means, by all means, agree with it, disagree with it. It's fine. Agents, agency leadership and its supporters in Congress, think tanks, and much of the media will blame the law, repeating that now familiar claim that antitrust law is broken, yet perhaps it's the agency itself that is broken. Contrary to populist statements made by some policymakers and, co and commentators, it is not the mission of the antitrust laws to punish big firms for, becoming, for, for being big. Rather, antitrust enforcers must demonstrate that those firms have secured commercial success through something other than competition on the merits. If the agency cannot make that case, then a judge must reject the lawsuit. Now, if you don't know, Lena Khan, uh, who is the head of the FTC, she's the, she sits in the chair there. She has lost recently a couple of really, really big cases that, quite frankly, embarrassed the FTC. One more uh, more famous than the other is the Amazon deal to acquire MGM, and that is the uh, the license holder of James Bond and many many other IPs. Uh, they denied the deal. They tried to sue uh, um, Amazon to, uh, and uh, and MGM, and ultimately it was thrown out by a judge because they did not have enough evidence to prove that it was either antitrust, anti-consumer, 
or anti-competitive. Uh, I have a strong feeling that uh, th th that loss could, again, this is my opinion, could spark Lena Khan potentially feeling painted into a corner and that she has to lash out. And maybe that's why Microsoft is getting beat up the way they're getting beat up or not. Again, opinions, folks. Um, but uh, let me bring this back around to everyone. I'll get your opinions on what I had to say. And I'm going to get into some game talk over here. But before I do, folks, there's been a lot of super chats and I got to catch up on them. First of all, the, the first one comes the way of our very good friend, Drawn TJ, drops of the first and very generous $2 super chat and says, Hello, guys. And hello to you, uh, Drawn TJ. 901 The Gamer, who's been a channel member for six months. Thank you so much for that, brother. He says, Good morning, gamers. Thank you. Good morning to you as well. We also have Shooter2853, good friend, generous friend of the program. And member of our, our, well, former member, retired member of our armed services. He drops a very generous $10 super chat and says, Hey, Boom, Mrs. Boom, Fuzzy, Web Dave, and the crazy one missed the last breakfast uh, breakfast show. So happy to be having lunch with you. Yes, well, we didn't see you there, but we're glad that you're still around, brother. Hopefully you are feeling better. And thank you for the generosity. As always, DeAndre Banks. Drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, Xbox cares about King, not Call of Duty. It's not hard. And I agree there. I think Call of Duty is a good, is, is, a, is a big play. But the reality is King is just, it's just, it's a moneymaker. And when you consider that Warzone mobile is coming and King just keeps making money hand over fist, it's only a matter of time that you get some IP, some Microsoft IPs to make it over to mobile. And, you know, it's... It's going to be an interesting conversation nonetheless. Uh, DeAndre Banks drops an additional $2 Super Chat and says, Come 2023, we will finally see the fruits of the labor. Indeed, I actually believe that. And Jacob Novick drops a very generous $5 Super Chat and says, Doom Slayer and more have now just arrived in Fortnite. Oh, wow, that's awesome. You'll get him with the new uh, pass at 26. I guess he means level 26, but be aware it ain't that easy to get every item and stout. Yeah, it, it, it's actually not. It's, it's some, somewhat difficult. Um, we also have Game Pass Daily, good friend of the program, who was actually on last week, drops a very generous $10 super chat and says this, folks. The FTC only having four members when it should be five is sus. Uh, the fifth member has to be a Republican, FYI. It can't, I can't wait for this to pass so I can stop doing stories about it. Yeah, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, folks, it is getting a little long in the tooth, but you know what? The more that this news breaks, we're going to cover it. Um, I'm not saying I want to just completely abandon gaming, but we listen, you got to talk about this stuff. It's it's a big deal. It's the biggest deal in gaming. Uh, Jacob Novick drops an additional $5 Super Chat and says, I know why. Remember, before the Xbox brand was started, Microsoft was uh was buying something and what happens microsoft was about to be um, yeah well i mean the 90s microsoft is is not the same microsoft it is now it's a totally different company um and a lot of companies are different but specifically yes they did have a bad reputation in the 90s they weren't a, they weren't a great company they are now there's there's no doubt about it but Let's real quick. We'll get everyone's opinion on what you know what what, what these two uh, you know websites had to say. Get your opinions on it, and then we're going to talk about uh, about the game in front of you right now. Um, obviously, I have um, been playing it. I think I'm close to 20 hours. I am really taking my time, checking down every corridor, trying to find every secret. 
Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm at the last boss right now, uh, which is not fun. Uh, it is. It's probably the, the the checkpoint system when it comes to these boss fights are probably the worst aspect of this game. Uh, it, it literally puts you right in front of the boss with no life. And right now, this last boss, I have died, I don't know, 30 times already with no hopes of beating it. Uh, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do, but we're going to figure it out eventually. Um, but listen, let's let's go back around. Dave, um, you know, you heard what the um, what the uh, Eurogamer had to say. We heard what the Hill had to say. You know, the Hill is an opinionated, uh, you know, aspect of, of, of journalism. A- a- any uh, closing thoughts on the FTC information? Well, I, you know, I think it's, it's, it's telling where we're at and that uh, this insider seems to think, you know, that, um, that it's, you know, she's going to have egg on her face if she, she calls for this vote because it's probably going to go to a tie, which means if it does, that doesn't block it. It can, it'll go through. So she can either come at them with maybe these concessions that they've already offered and just, you know, and say, you know, take the stance that that's the way they want to take this. Or if she tries to stop it, stop it, or tries to get more concessions to what Microsoft thinks it's worthy, I, I think she's going to, it's going to go to court and I think she's going to have another loss on her record. So I'm hoping she's smart about this and um, maybe just takes what Microsoft has already offered, you know, the 10 year on the table and presents that as uh, good enough, and we get this deal done soon. Um, we're gonna, we're probably gonna know, even though they don't make final uh, claims or whatever. I think we're gonna know probably within, with you know, next couple of weeks to uh, to January, we're probably gonna know whether this is really gonna be able to to go forward. And if it does, it's gonna steamroll, and it's everything's gonna start falling into place. I have a feeling. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, let's, uh, Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this, brother. A- a- mm-hmm. Any closing thoughts? Because then after we talk about this, folks, we, we are going to get into uh, what you see on your screen. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's, there's been some controversy with the game. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll touch both sides and see what people have to say in the chat. Uh, but what, what, what are your closing thoughts on this specifically? Much much like Dave, I, <clears throat> I hope she's smart enough to, or Lena Khan is uh, smart enough to not really push for the vote take what was already offered on the table since that's kind of like a gimme and it at least looks like they you know fought the big you know tech company and then much like uh dave was saying you know if this goes through gets the uh not really the stamp of approval because they don't do that but it doesn't get blocked or doesn't get a contestment then it kind of not really forces the hand but definitely helps put pressure on the cma in the eu to do the same shortly after like I, i think this would be like one of those domino effect type of things at that point. So, you know, fingers crossed this gets, uh, gets, uh, to pass on by here without any problems. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, I, I think the concessions that we've heard about that's been public both by Microsoft and behind the scenes is the 10 year deal. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have to get any, I don't have, I don't think they have to go any further. 10 year deal in video game, uh, you know, contracts is a lifetime. It's a decade. Uh, and it's going to be moving uh, potentially into the next generation of consoles. Um, and at that point, it, it, it does something that a lot of people aren't talking about. And that gives Sony time to respond, 
right, with their own first party IP, which I, I, I would imagine that if they're not already working on a new SOCOM, um, then they're dumb. I will say that right now. <laughs> SOCOM is, is something everyone has been asking for, including myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a great, great uh, IP that they could use um, Bungie to you know reinvent the wheel with this. Make it a first-person shooter uh, on the lines of Call of Duty, and, and, and there's your challenger. There, there, there is your challenge IP for Call of Duty. But again... Hey, hey boom. Yes, I wanted to. There was a comment that was made by Spider Man three five six. Says Sony will say no to the ten year deal. Well, Sony has absolutely no say whether this deal goes through or not. Mm-hmm. Even though it seems to be portrayed that way a lot, that Sony really wants it not to go through. But Sony can say no to it all they want to. Sony, and if Sony doesn't want to take that deal that they offer out there. Sony just doesn't have to have it on their console. Microsoft will have it on all by itself, and then you don't have to worry about it being exclusive. Phil can just say, Microsoft didn't want to put it on here. Come to come to Game Pass. Come to Xbox. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter what Sony says. I mean, listen, so Sony is crying foul because they, they – listen, I, look, look, folks. Let's, let, let's call a spade a spade here, folks. Do, 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 I, do I need to be any more frank? If the shoe was on the other foot, if, if it was Sony mm-hmm. buying Activision, Blizzard, and King, does anyone honestly – and I, I mean, like, be honest with yourselves. If you believe it, that, that, that they would be uh, forthcoming and be like, hey, no, don't worry about it, Xbox players. Don't. Call of Duty forever. Don't worry about it. Okay, I, I'm not going to argue with you, but 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 then I would have to say, well, maybe maybe, maybe there's some falsities going on right now because we know that, and then we're going to get into it right now. There's a there are some serious disadvantages for playing this game that you see in front of you, which I've had no problems with. For Xbox Series X, the more powerful console, versus the PlayStation Five. Now I'm not saying the PlayStation Five isn't capable. PlayStation Five is quite a quite a uh, a, a great console in its own right, but by all by all means, it shouldn't run the game better. And we have some information as to why that might be, but we've also heard that Sony has done some things that might, you know, us, m- might move me to think this way. And we're going to get into that. But Crazy Lou, based on everyone's opinion, based on what I've said, wh- what are your final thoughts in regards to the two articles that I read out there? Man, I just want this deal to close. <laughs> That's what I want to happen. I mean, I, I just don't hope it doesn't go long because, again, their arguments, I mean, when you sit down and you read what they're arguing about, it for me, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm like, why? I don't get it. But I get Sony's point. Okay, I may agree with you on a couple things, but, you know, I just want it to go through. I just want this to be done. I just want it to be just that's it so we don't talk about it anymore you can talk about more cool stuff you know <laughs> but yeah it needs to be done it needs to be finished and i agree with what, what but they say I, I agree with what fuzzy says and i'm 100 percent with them that deal needs to just go through and just get over with Maybe. yeah i agree but listen folks let's let's get into the closer protocol um, like I said in the opening, I, I, I am I am thoroughly enjoying the game. The game is I, I, the the best I could say for the Callisto Protocol. I've had people ask me, DM me, hey, boom, should I buy it? Well, I mean, if you have no games to play, 
which in 2022 is incredibly unlikely, do you need to buy this game in its current state? I, I would say no. Uh, I bought it because I'm a Dead Space stan. Um, I really, really were pushing for striking distance to give uh, the new Dead Space, the remake of Dead Space, a run for its money. And in some aspects, they have. The graphics are on par with some of the best next-generation graphics we've ever seen. This, 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 folks, this is a next-gen game. That's it. There, there's nothing else to say. Obviously, what you're seeing in front of you is 1080p. This is what the this, this service offers. I'm sure that you might find some people that use OBS, which I don't use, might be able to play it in uh, 4K for you. Like, Dealers is good for that. He uses OBS, and he might be able to play it for you um, in 4K. What you get here is 1080p. I think it looks phenomenal in 1080p, but when you have this bad boy running, on your big screen TV, your 4K, your bells and whistles, your HDR, everything's going, and you're sitting there. I, I'm 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 marvelled by what I'm seeing in front of me. Um, there are some design choices uh, that I am not very happy with, uh, specifically in um, using the weapons, how you switch them, um, how you. Um, a perfect example is uh, like in Dead Space, you were able to use a gravity beam to lift up these creatures and kind of you know, throw them throw them out off the cliff or throw them off a, off a level and kill them. This has something very similar where you get this uh, this gauntlet. You'll see he's constantly grabbing like this that you can upgrade. Um, now, um, I've only upgraded it at about 60%. There's still 40% left for me to do because I've been upgrading the weapons because you, you really do need the weapons because the melee is good, but it's not great. Um, but what, what I want to talk about today, specifically with Callisto Protocol, is I got a report. Uh, well, I got a report. No one sent me anything. I, I saw an article written <laughs> by um, Push Square. Uh, now, you take it for what they were. Sometimes they're, you know, they use clickbait to get people to click on their stuff. This particular story was interesting because it was the first story that I saw of it because I didn't know that PlayStation Studios had sent over 150 developers to help Striking Distance finish this game. I did not know that. Um, and there are a lot of people that say that this game has a very... Sony first uh, first party look to it, and they're not wrong. They're they're honestly not wrong. It does have a very that over the shoulder, you know, real life like graphics. Now, I don't know if that was of what they were going for initially, or that's something that the hundred and fifty developers that were sent over for Sony helped do. Now, folks, uh, we gotta understand this. I, I want the context to be clear here. Sony has the marketing rights for this game. That's a fact. Um, when you hear of a, a of a publisher sending over a team of people to work on a, to help finish a game that they're that that they're, they're you know they're they're either publishing or they have the marketing rights for, it's it you we usually hear you know they send over twenty people you know what I'm saying they went over there they helped out they they got them on track. 
this is 150 developers from PlayStation Studios. That that is in some in some spaces more than full studios. That's a, that's 150 people went over the striking distance to help finish this game to get it across the the finish line. And to that point, we have a lot of people like Digital Foundry and others that are saying that not only was the PC version really dropping frames, but the, specifically the Xbox versions, which is the Series X and the Series S, are running significantly worse than um, the PlayStation versions. Now, that's that's the question I want to I want to give to the panel. I want to give it to the chat. Is this on purpose? Is this a typical Sony move? Because look, folks, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Sony does these 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 dastardly kind of things because they want to remain the market leader, right? So is it out of the question to think that they might have and again speculation town, they might have made their version that remember they they invested in the in the ip they they backed it they're marketing it hmm. they're sending over 150 of their of their employees to help finish this game is it out of the spectrum of conversation to suggest that sony might have uh gimped if you will the xbox versions or this is where i, I the, the sony defense force and he comes out could it actually be because Sony's developers just don't know how to work on an Xbox, or specifically an Xbox Series X, the lesser of the uh, of the three consoles in the market? I'll start first. I'm going to go uh, roles reverse here. I'm going to go first to Crazy Lou Gaming on this. I mean, it's easy to point the finger here. It's certainly easy to go, yeah, you did it right there. Sony, you MFs. But is it more? Hmm. Here's the thing, though. Sony sent 150 um, of their team, 150 developers, to help out with the game. All right. So basically, the game in some areas, like reflections, and uh, I think it was a mirror that in the PS5 on the PC, you can see the person there. And I mean, you could see the person there, but in Xbox, you can see the person on the mirror, and the reflections weren't as good. So are they doing purposely? Um, I'll be honest with you. It can happen or not. I don't know. But yet, they did put a patch out there, and I think they did fix that. That could be, you know, there probably could be an error in the development. You know, it could be. But since this is a third-party studio, I don't think it would be good for them, you know, to, to have, like, a better game perform over here than perform over there. So... I think, yeah, it, I think it's on, on, on the development team. I think that's that's that could be on the development team. I thought it was Sony at first because, you know, um, the way they were people were have been saying it, and I was reading through it. I was like, let me get through this. And then I found out that, yes, they're putting patches or fixing it up, and I guess it's a problem over there with the development team. I mean, listen, it's it, it's it's an opinion. I, 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 again, it, 150 developers from PlayStation Studios, yeah. which they have a great great talent there they know how to work on a playstation maybe they don't know how to work on a series uh series x and an s uh fuzzy let, let's get your opinion on this it, okay it, can funny. i want to you want to add something yeah i want to add something oh, though but i want i want to say but you y'all need to remember one thing if if sony did it you guys can't be mad at them because i'm gonna tell you something though when psychonauts 2 came out 
the only one that got fully upgraded was the Series X, and the PlayStation 5 did not get a fully upgrade. So, you know, it's mm -hmm. messed up that they do that. It's messed up that they do that. I did not agree when, when Microsoft did that. I was like, man, that's messed up because if you're going to go out there and spend $60 on a game, you want it to be exactly the way it looks right here. You know, you want it pretty much like that. So when Microsoft said, hey, we're not going to give it to the PS5, I was like, man, that's messed up. So if Sony actually did that, you know, I can't be mad at them because Microsoft did it once too. So, yes. That's what happens. Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it, it's a great point. F uh, Fuzzy, you, you, now you are our PC master race uh, <laughs> contestant here. You kind of have a, a better idea because you, 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 you do run stuff on PC. You have a great PC, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. is, there, is there any substance to the report that comes away of Twisted Voxel where it states that the Callisto, Callisto Protocol on PlayStation <clears throat> 5 versus Xbox Series comparison the PlayStation 5 actually runs better, but it, in some aspects, runs even better than PC. Well, for me, it, it's always weird whenever there's a discrepancy between, like, the PC, uh, it, it, at least some of the PC um, performance and the uh, the Xbox Series consoles, just because it's it's a lot closer coding language in, in a lot of cases. It, it should almost be a one-to-one -one carryover. Usually the thing that winds up changing a bit would be like your shadows uh, the, or like the level of detail of the shadows themselves or something along the lines as far as the environmental like ultra versus high versus, you know, medium or blend in between medium and high. Typically, the consoles are going to be closer to that while the PC can go full on high. But things like reflections, I, I just that that's a weird one to me. Dude, now I, um, I, I saw pictures. The reflections that Fuzzy is referring to, folks, if you didn't know, is uh, on the mirrors, specifically in like some bathroom scenes. Mm hmm. On the on the PlayStation Five, th there's a clear re uh, reflection of the character. In the play in the Xbox Series X and S versions, it's just gray. It's yeah. shiny, but it's just gray. There is no reflection at all, no matter what angle you go through. So that that's if you didn't know, that's what Fuzzy's referring to. Yeah, and and that's the weird one. Like, it, I could see if PC didn't have that reflection as well. But when PC has a reflection now after the patch and Xbox still doesn't, it, it almost seems like it's intentional more it, so it, than it might coincidental. Be some, there might be some purpose behind it running worse off, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. But I, I would say in the grand scheme of things, if this thing is still not on par or, you know, the, the parody clause level of stuff <laughs> come... I would say January, February, if they don't have their act together, then I, I totally put the blame on the dev for letting PlayStation even, you know, twist their arm into that that corner. It's like the same company that that has been known for parody clauses for that very reason. So they, they know that they're, you know, I guess you could say overclocked uh, console has uh, some deficiencies in some regards to some games. And they put that parity clause in in that contract or in those contracts. It, it it seems a little suspect as far as the reflections. But but if they come around before dead the the real Dead Space is released and get it fixed, I won't say all is forgiven, but at least it'll be a nice step in the right or a, a step in the right direction. But overall, it was a game that I was definitely looking forward to, and then I heard the seventy dollar price, so I was like, ah. It's around the holidays. I'll wait for a sale or something like yep. that. And then 
some of this other stuff coming out, it's like maybe I'll just wait for Dead Space and then, you know, depending on how Dead Space is received, the the remake, um, then I'll decide if if it gets glowing reviews, then I I'll probably skip Callisto altogether. If if it gets similar reviews, then it'll be like, well, let's see which one's better. But Callisto is definitely going to need it to be on sale. And I know with uh, anything from EA, I get a discount anyway with Xbox Ultimate so, or Game yeah. Pass Ultimate. So, you know, it is what it is. I, I got, I got, I, that's I, how I bought it. I, I bought I, I bought it digitally. Uh, I bought it through, uh, X, you know, Xbox's digital store. And I wound up getting, I wound up saving a couple of bucks uh, through um, uh, EA uh, Play, which is fine. Yeah, I, I I got a question though, Boom. Since you've been playing it, do you think the game is actually ready, 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 or do you think it needs more time? Your opinion? You know, it, it's hard to say the game isn't ready because the game's not broken. The game. Okay. okay. I, I, I've only had two or three instances where I was playing and I was thrown back to the loading screen. You know, the the, the front screen uh, that happened. I, who knows why that happened? Um. I didn't lose any progress. Uh, there, there's been some save, which is weird. You're allowed to save anywhere, but the only save that matters is when it auto saves. It's the strangest thing. Like if you like if you save like if I saved right now, I would start at the last checkpoint. The checkpoint system mm-hmm. isn't the greatest. It's not. It's not egregious. The, the, where it gets egregious is the boss fights, because if you get killed by a boss. Uh, you know, you do start right with that boss is, but you literally start right in front of that boss. It is, it is not good. So there are some conversations to be had on whether or not it was ready to go or were they forced because Dead Space is the first uh, couple of months of 2023. Because here's the thing, though. I heard a couple, I think it was a month ago or two ago, that they were crunching on this game. Yes, they were, they were, they were forcing. Yeah. They were forcing it. So that's why I'm asking this question because really it's this is what happens when you force a game out. I mean, you should take your time and develop this game to be good. I mean, look at all these issues that's been going on. And you saying that in the checkpoint you're you're landing right in front of the boss, that's yes. just that's just not good. I mean, you gotta sit down, you gotta look back and fix it. So uh, there, there, you know, you know where the, you know where the shortcomings really jump off the page for Callisto Protocol because like I said, I'm re- I'm ready to beat it, folks. I, I'm literally at the end. I put 20 plus hours into it. I don't even know if there's a new game plus. If there is, I will be playing through this again because I want to level up every weapon. And I'm close with a lot of them. I found every weapon in the game. Uh, I have most of them. Like I, I, di- I did get a 100-point achievement for leveling up one particular weapon, which was awesome. Um, and I'm about 70 or 80% on almost everything except for what you pick people up and throw them with, like with that gauntlet. It's like 60%. So I want to get back in and... Uh, you know, get the achievement for, um, uh, you know, getting every weapon upgraded. Where this game literally jumps off the page in regards to did they rush it to the end is there is a specific, I won't ruin it, I'm not going to tell you what the boss looks like or where you find him. Um, It's a particular creature that is grotesque and very, very difficult to beat. Right, very, very. T- it takes a lot of damage. It is like a bullet sponge times ten, and don't you dare try and swing your stick at it because it's going to rip you in half. So don't do that. But I fought this particular creature five different times, not because I didn't kill him, and he went away and he limped off somewhere. 
No. It was like they had nothing else to put in its place, which tells me that there was some rushing at the back end. The cre- the creature design, though, very, very um, thing. If you ever John Carpenter's The Thing, they're very thing-inspired. Ex- uh, and some of them are really, really cool. There is a lot of overusage in some areas where it's the same creature. Uh, there's a specific one in one area where you got to sneak around. They, they're kind of like the clickers from The Last of Us. They don't, they can't see you, but they can hear you. And you, uh, you can get into a firefight with them, but there's a lot of them, and you're gonna die. So you're not gonna, you don't have that much ammo. Um, but I snuck around a board, and I kid you not, folks, I think I killed twenty of the same creatures in one in one area. So. You know, is it, you know, it, it, it again, not a bad game. Not, I, I, if I were reviewing it, I'd, I'd probably give it an eight out of 10. I, I, I originally it was a nine, and then it was an 8.5, and then it dropped down to an eight. It's not going to go any lower than an eight. For me, it's an eight. It's a great game. It just has some shortcomings. But Dave, let's, let's get your opinion on this. Is Ooh. the shortcomings of this, and we have several stories. Um, that Sony did in fact provide 150 developers. Yep, it yep. is missing some pretty in, pretty important things versus graphics when you talk about the PlayStation version. Is the and that's let me just clear this up. The PlayStation version, without a doubt, is the superior version of Callisto Protocol, and not just for graphics. It has a lot to do with the usage of the DualSense. Uh, the dual sense is used to great, great extent here. Now, if I found this game for twenty bucks in like let's say six months for the PlayStation Five, I would probably buy it and give it a run through to see what the bells and whistles were. Uh, uh, more specifically, not so much for the graphics, but so much for the the dual sense. It's supposed to be like a big, big aspect of the game. But uh, give us your opinion, Dave. Okay, so I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one. I love when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the reason for that, there's several different uh, people in the in the chat that have, that have brought this out, and, and it is a good point to make. The team that was brought over from Sony, um, according to Sony and to the team, they, they were brought over to help with um, not the finishing of the game or the final touches on the game, but was to help with some mocap issues that they were having um, which applied across the whole game. Now, obviously, there's definitely a big difference in the graphics in the PlayStation version and the um, the final version of 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 you know of, for other platforms. That's true. Um, and with that said, um, I don't know if you got to see uh, Risk It for the Biscuit put a really good tweet video tweet out. Um, I guess it was well late last night, early for him <laughs> in the morning. That um, that was really um, him, you know, stating that that, you know, the differences may not be as nefarious as uh, as as some of the articles and stuff that have come out about the the announcement of that, that that Sony had the marketing rights to this game. So that means that the priority for marketing rights is the game. You know that's that's where they would they would focus on first, and the other games obviously get worked on as well, and they want to try and keep them all as, as accurate as possible. And and I think in the end result, I think 
maybe with some patches and some updates a little later on, now that the game is out, that the other games for the other platforms will probably start falling in line, will be improved, you know, with uh, with with the uh, with the updates uh, on the other platforms. But I think their priority to get the game out uh, for their deadline that they were crunching for was to focus on putting out the best PlayStation version yeah. because of their marketing agreement with with Sony. But that you know, like I said, if there was a little him hawing a little there and there and you know maybe you know but i just i don't necessarily think it's i mean right now a lot of people are like you know microsoft sony they're going to be stabbing each other in the back and i mean obviously they want to have a good game but microsoft um you know and and the what um crazy lou brought up about the um psychonauts the psychonauts is that that was actually a originally a you know, a, a third-party indie game that was an Indiegogo game. Microsoft yes. saw the potential. They bought them and invested in it. And also, because of that, but the Psychonauts team said that they were able to put a lot more into the game, levels and stuff that they didn't have the money Even for. Even boss fights, for that matter. Exactly, yeah. that, that were they were held back. And they put the focus on Microsoft, which was the company that, you know, that, you know, they gave them to them. them out, yeah. But, but... To, to be honest, because there were there were copies that were promised from, um, you know, there were they were sold on the uh, Indiegogo campaign that they had the two other platforms. They still had to honor those, but because Microsoft bought them, they actually got a better game than they were gonna get. Because if they hadn't bought them, then they were just gonna get the game without those extra bosses. So yes. Sony actually did benefit by that, even if the graphically it may be not a quite on par but I, i've seen the game on the playstation 5 and it looks really damn good yeah even if it's even if side by side comparison or digital foundry comparison may not be exactly on par I, i'd find it hard for you to to say that those games and, and lou you made a good point but it's just there's a difference between the you know this is a completely third-party deal and this oh, one know. you know is uh i don't know i just think that I um i i think there's a lot of fired up a vitriol between both but, fanboys and such, and I think that that some something something like this when it came out was really was just a lot of websites. Hold on, Blue was just I just think. ran with it. You know what I mean? They just they just took off with it and was like, you know, that's why it's so much better. It's because of this and that. And of course, that's why we talk about it here because we have a nice, wonderful, open discussion. Yes, about all these topics, and there are a lot of sides to it. And you know what? I could be way off base, but there's some good points to that. And there's something to think about when you hear this other, maybe some other sides to it. That's all. Yeah. I'm, good stuff. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, if that was actually the thing that if it was, you know, that Sony was doing that, you know, then that's why I mentioned that. But right now I just did a little bit of searching. I Googled it. And yes, the development team is actually looking at it, at the issues with the ray tracing and stuff. And they said they were going to fix it. So here's the thing, though. They rushed to this game, and they pushed it and pushed it and pushed it to deliver this on December 2nd, yep. and the game was just not ready. Yeah, That's the thing, though. It should have, Like I said, they should have just waited a little bit longer, you know, like they put it yeah, a month later. Yeah, but not every game know? has that. They don't, they don't necessarily have that uh, luxury of well, waiting. It, it because if they had company, waited, uh, they, they could know, be up against the dead, uh, dead space, and they, yeah. don't wanna, they, won't, they want to stay away from their quote-unquote competition. Just saying. Yeah, look, I'm going to say this, folks. It's not a bad game. The game is not broken. The game 
for again, I, I wish I could show you what I see with my eyes. The game is freaking gorgeous. Now I, I'm, I'm seeing it on my screen on my Series X. I can only imagine like what it looks like. Again, if I saw this for thirty bucks tomorrow, I'm, I'm gonna buy it on the PlayStation Five. I'm gonna tell you right now because I, I want to see how much better it is. My biggest problem is the last two hours of this game that I have played, I have been killed probably in triple digits. And and I literally kid you not. Like I literally killed a kid you not. The the um, one of the bosses, the, the the main bad guy, which I won't give up who he is, because obviously I don't want to ruin it for anyone. You literally fight him identically twice. And I'm like Wow, like there, there, there are a lot of things for me that this day, this game did great and was a homage to uh, to Dead Space, and it did some. It, the shortcomings come from the fact that it might have been rushed. But before we get everyone out of here, right? Before we get on out, we have one more topic, and this one's exciting. Um, thanks to Wario sixty four, thanks to Idle Sloth, uh, thanks to a lot of people which I found the story. Steam, let the cat out of the bag, ladies and gentlemen. Star Wars Jedi Survivor is apparently releasing on March 15th, 2023. Now, I have a strong suspicion that this was going to be announced at the Game Awards, and, well, the cat's out of the bag. Uh, this comes the way of the Steam page, um, where they have some uh, pre-purchase uh, bonuses. Um and it does have a release date of March fifteenth, twenty twenty-three. Um, some of the the, uh, the the digital items you'll get for the deluxe edition are the Scoundrel cosmetic. Basically, it's Han Solo. You get his DL forty-four blaster set. You also have the uh, his little companion, um, the uh, the DD one. Uh, he has a, he has like a, a rugged uh, you know skin. That's what they call it. Then they have the Rebel Hero cosmetic, which is Luke Skywalker in Jedi, in the front of the Jedi. Uh, it has an R2-D2 cosmetic. Um, it also comes with uh, the uh, Rebel, Rebel Heroes lightsaber set. But it also has another one over here um, <clears throat> where it talks about um, the uh, Hermit cosmetic, which is a homage to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, the Hermit lightsaber set, as well as the combustion, combustion blaster set. Uh, this is one of those games. I don't know how many people here in the chat uh, loved Jedi Fallen Order. I, I absolutely was so... I, I, I ran through the game twice. And I normally don't do that because you play games, there's only so much time. I cannot wait for this game. Let's let's go. Let's get, let's get everyone in the chat. Uh, first of all, let, let me catch up with some of the super chats, and we'll get everybody on the panel, and we'll get everyone out of here. A gamer by choice, generous friend of the program. He's been a channel member for my God for two years. Thank you so much for that. He says this after dropping a five dollars that just stopping in to show support for the panel, and I will catch the show later on demand. Well, thank you so much, gamer by choice. Definitely appreciate the generosity. Uh, uh, Jacob Novik drops an additional. Very generous five hours super chat. And he says, I did DM you about two things I found yesterday. High on life are not planned to come to PlayStation 5 and Switch. And as it's said now, probably never. 
yeah, I think that's going to be an Xbox exclusive. I did not see that. I've been busy all morning. I will definitely give you a shout out. Thank you so much for that. And again, if if it doesn't come to you know to PlayStation, well, you know, buy an Xbox. What can I tell you? Um, Casket Repair, who's been a channel member for 19 months, says looking forward to Microsoft doing to Sony what Sony did to Sega. Ooh, that's vicious. Uh, yeah, uh, Sony puts Sega in the pay no mind list and made them a publisher. Um, let's see. Uh, Highlander001, who's been a channel member for six months, he drops a very generous $2 super chat. It says, hey, boom, great show, great panel. Thank you so much for the kind words, but more importantly, the generosity. And we have. Hey, boom, I, that, that last one is, yeah, a, is an is update news Web for Dave you. Himself. Holy shit. This is big. This is probably something we're going to touch on. This week, uh, breaking news from IGN reports. Uh, it says this Xbox will join other major game publishers in raising the prices of its major new first party games from yep. 60 to $70 in 2023. And you know something, folks? It's okay. You know why it's okay? Yep. It's okay because one, they were the last to do it, right? Number two, they didn't raise prices of consoles like Sony. They're not going to potentially raise the price of Xbox Game Pass. If this is what Phil Spencer was talking about, this is the lesser of two evils, and I will take it. And again, I would love to talk about this, but unfortunately, I got somewhere to go. It's almost done. One thirty is a 90-minute show. We will be covering this tomorrow on the Xbox Factor podcast. Um, that we'll be doing that at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tune in for my opinion on this. You just heard it, but I have some more thoughts. Uh, Web Dave, sell your brand, brother. Talk about who you who you have interviews coming up, where they can subscribe to your outstanding YouTube channel, and more importantly, reach out to you on social media. Thanks, Boom. Appreciate it. Uh, you can find me at um, Outbreak Podcast. Dot com is our website or Outbreak Podcast if you search in um, YouTube or if you do a uh, the at uh, Outbreak Gamers in nice. YouTube search, it pops right up with our channel. Uh, lots of great interviews. Uh, I actually did, a, did an interview um, over the weekend with um, with our other channel, which is well, the same channel, but it's uh, our other uh, podcast, which was the uh, Escape Pod, where in, we do interviews of... Uh, independent film works and things like that so that one is actually up too if, if, if anybody's interested it's a cute little movie and it's free to watch and it's definitely something to check out but um but yeah we got i've got a lot of big interviews coming in the next couple of weeks um so probably starting next week i'll have maybe even two a week because <laughs> people are finally you know getting to where they can actually you know and the holidays are the coming year. up so if you can get some extra ones in there you'll have a constant cadence of, of monday shows that's, that's oh, yeah. a great idea yeah, yeah. it's good it's work. it's really it's really some good ones coming I, i've said a few of them before on here but uh, we'll we'll kind of wait till they're in the can but uh, boom thanks again for having me on there and uh and and thanks for everything you do for the community and having uh these open discussions like this because it is important to talk about what's topical in gaming now. I love it. You know, thank you for the compliment. And it's and it's and it's an honor to work with you each and every week, not only on this show, but of course Breakfast at Boom, you and Fuzzy, you guys bookend uh the the week shows and uh I like having these conversations. I like them to be open ended. I don't like being insulted, I'm gonna be honest with you, and I do get my feelings hurt. Uh but I, you know what, I'm a big boy. I, I you know, I'll just you know shrug it off and you know keep it moving. But I will say this before we get to the other outros. Folks, look, 
thing is this content creation is hard it's difficult you have to give up a lot when you when you have a one show a week there is room to do a lot when you you when someone like me who has pushed the envelope has become a full-time streamer you do sacrifice a lot of back-end stuff that people don't see you don't get a chance to play as many games as you want you have to spend time away from your family because you have to write these shows and get the artwork out and do the advertising remember it's just two people that handle this whole channel now granted we are closing on 12 subs and we're incredibly humbled by that but we're also one of the few channels that's giving away a thousand dollars this december we have given out when that is done thirty five hundred dollars in prizes for nothing but being a channel member dropping super chats or being in the chat no, no other big or small entities are doing that we do that because we actually give a shit we care about the people that support us and that's why we're so generous so when i hear comments like the knucklehead to open up the show it is it is a bit disheartened i get disheartened over it so please keep your comments to yourself my pop always see me he says son if you got nothing nice to say don't say nothing at all you should probably take heed that advice but <laughs> Uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, sell your brand, brother. Talk about the best place to find all racing information. Obviously, you got some videos up with Need for Speed Unbound. You got mm -hmm. some big opinions. Talk about that, where they can subscribe to your YouTube channel. Where can they find you on other channels, uh, you know, giving us your grand opinions? And where can people reach out to you on social media? Well, as always, want to thank you for having me on. It was awesome being here this afternoon with you guys. Thanks to everybody in the chat that interacted with us and watched us listened to us and you know gave us feedback as well as those that will catch us on replay for anybody that wants to see more of my uh, opinions or ramblings on anything gaming related just follow me on like just about all social media whether it be uh, twitter instagram uh, mastodon hive you name it <laughs> uh, just follow fuzzy underscore Belvedere. You can also find me on FSP later tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern time on Fun Speculations channel. Uh, Friday morning right here on Double Barrel Gaming for Breakfast with Boom. And then later that evening, Xbox Ultimate back on Fun Speculations channel at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then on Saturday on the Shop Podcast on PTK Blam's channel at 8 p.m. Eastern time. 6 p.m. Uh, Arizona time, I believe. And then right back here Monday afternoon, right here on Double Barrel Gaming for Xbox Lunch Break Special. Look forward to seeing you there. <laughs> I appreciate it, brother. And last and no way least, main voice, the crazy one himself of the Xbox International Podcast. Talk about you, your brothers, your new member, what the, what, what the podcast brings to the Xbox community, where they could subscribe, and more importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media? Man, oh man, boom. Thank you again for having me here today, man. We had a lot of fun, man. We had a lot of fun. And where can you get find the crazy one? Super easy. You can find me at Twitter at Crazy Louis Gaming, doing all sorts of crazy things, you know, saying good morning. And Louis Claus is back. Yes. We're going to be doing some giveaways pretty soon. So be after, you know, if you see Louis Claus on Twitter, you know, be ready because he's going to be doing some giveaways. And yes, you can find me, like I said, here on Xbox Monster Specials on Mondays, hanging out with you guys at 12 p.m. noonish. And also, you can find me at Wednesdays at Xbox International Podcast with my brother Sablo, Boom Network, and Silent Cypher talking about what's going on in the gaming world. 
Appreciate that very much. And, and, and I'm starting to see several of the people that we hang out with, Pong Soul, uh, Mav, uh, have some real negative things to say to Xbox and Microsoft for this announcement regarding raising prices. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I will never defend a trillion dollar company for raising prices. I'm just not going to do it. Uh, is it the worst thing in the world? It's not when you take a step back and say, where else could they have raised prices? They're the last publisher to raise the price out of everyone. Is it wrong? Is it right? This is a conversation we're going to have tomorrow. And I can't wait to have it because I am of two minds of this. Would I rather my Game Pass subscription go up? The answer is no. I'd like it at $15. I'd like it to remain at $15. How long is that going to be? I don't know. Uh, would I like to see new Xbox gamers potentially get a $50 price increase? The answer is no, I would not. I like the fact that Microsoft, during Black Friday, and even some deals now, you can find a Series S for under $300. Hell, that was under, there were some deals for under uh, $230 for the Series S. I even saw the Series X for $450. So I like what they're doing with that. Do I love the $10 increase? No. Uh, am I going to scold and, 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 and call foul on Microsoft for doing it? No, because they could have raised it in other areas. Now, if we would have woke up this morning and it would have been a triple cross where they raised it, Xbox Game Pass was raising, prices of consoles were raising, and games were going up, you'd see, you, you'd see an unhinged boom. Because then I would have to, I have to, I have to put out the defense force flag. But remember, I, I, if, again, what you want to say? I was saying, remember what happened with the gold? Oh my god! Oh, dude, I went crazy oh, with that. Yeah, I absolutely wow. went crazy with that, and and for, and for good reason. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for spending um, almost an hour and a half with us. Um, I want to thank for all the support that comes in. We had over well over four hundred and eighty-six people here, which is amazing. We we almost hit the magic five hundred. Um, and obviously, I want to say, please get out there, support all my brothers that are on this panel, everyone that I work with. A lot of people are in the hunt for 1K. And a lot of, a lot of the ones like Pong Soul and Steel Rain, they're close, uh, as well as uh, um, and that's the Living, Sp Living Split Screen podcast and the Gaming Circle podcast with Kay Asante and Everborn Saga. They're almost at 1,000. Uh, I, I want to see the Xbox International podcast hit the 1K. Um, we we, we want to see you know the, the, these these other channels succeed, uh, and the way that we do that is with your help and all of everyone that's on the panel. Their information is there for you. Please, it's a couple of clicks. You click on it once to get to the site. You click on it again to sub, and you click it a third time to do the bell icon so they oh you always know where their content is, and that's it. Um, it's super super easy, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for of course the Super chats that come in, like I said, Mrs. Boom and I, um, not this Friday, the following Friday, we're giving away $1,000 in two hours, 500 up front, 500 on the back end, all $100 gift cards. And we're, we, we're taking it a step further, folks. Money's tight for a lot of people. Now, I'm not saying we're rich by any, but I wouldn't even consider us well off, but we do put these super chats away. For these big events and if you are someone that might be in a particular situation and you don't want a gift card but you want the cash mrs boom and i will not only send you the cash but 
we will pay the transfer fee on PayPal. So all you do is get a hundred dollar gift. Uh, and if and if it's cash that you need because things are tough for everyone, we want to make it about you. Not about gaming, not about console warring, not about PlayStation versus Xbox versus Nintendo. We want to make it about the people that support this show. So if you win one of these $100 prizes and you want the cash, we will then, of course, send it to you. But it has to be PayPal, otherwise it's a no-sale. PayPal protects us, makes sure that we're not robbed. We don't use uh, Zelle or any of these cash apps because there's no protection. Um, but again, uh, not this Friday. The following Friday, the third week, gives everyone to take that $100 gift card or $100 and buy gifts for your family members for your upcoming holidays. That's what we do, and we can't do that without channel support, and that is uh, channel membership. There are two tiers, 5 and $10, as well as Super Chats that come in. And uh, once again, thank you so much for all of that. We will see you tomorrow on the new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I'm Mr. Boomstick XL. This is Double Barrel Gaming, and of course, this is the Xbox Lunch Break Special. Enjoy your day. Play games on whatever consoles that you play on. And of course, we're gonna I'm going to close up the show with something that's important to me, folks. Hopefully one day it will be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught me with kids, and he would say, son, treat others. How you want to be treated and also doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special.